Welcome to the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour, and we do love happy hour and the clinking of glasses and cheers to all you fabulous women who are fully living your lives at every age and every stage. And here's the best news, every hour is happy hour. So whether you clink cheers with your coffee mug or your afternoon cappuccino, remember as the song says, it's five o'clock somewhere. Join us for some grown-up fun, interesting and stimulating conversations that will motivate, inspire, or just make you laugh. And for more grown-up fun, visit our website, The Three Tomatoes, and the three is spelled out, and sign up for our newsletters. Now sit back and relax and enjoy the episode. Before we start today's episode, I want to tell you about a wonderful little art book created by women for women that packs a big punch. It's called Know You're Crazy. And let's face it, we all have our own crazy. And in this beautiful collection of Vivian Beauchera's art prints, her little mad women as she calls them, art comes to life in the most delightful and relatable way. Learn more at knowyourcrazy.net. Welcome to this episode of the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour. I'm Cheryl Benton, your host today, and this episode is making me very happy because it's all about Broadway, which we are all so desperately missing right now. But now you can listen to Broadway in a very exciting and unique way with the Broadway Podcast Network. And joining me today is the co-founder and CEO, Dory Berenstein. She's a Tony-winning Broadway producer and Emmy Award-winning director, producer, writer of film and TV. Among her award-winning shows are The Prom, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, Legally Blonde the Musical, Fairly Modern Millie, and many, many more. So welcome, Dory. Thank you. It's so lovely to be here. Well, I'm delighted to have you here. So first of all, I want to start off because I really love women's stories and women telling their stories of how they got to where they are. And your story is really fascinating because I read that you began your professional career as an investment banker in mergers and acquisitions, right, at Morgan Stanley. So how did you go from a career in banking to becoming one of the top uh, Broadway producers? Uh, you know, it wasn't something I dreamed of. I, I grew up in LA and I was dreaming of, of uh, creating entertainment, of creating Broadway shows, of film, of television. And I, I uh, had a lot of wonderful mentors and my dad felt very strongly that getting a foundation in business and finance would be a very wise thing to do and would serve me well down the road. But I, I didn't have... <laughs> I can't say that that was a dream I had. And um, I, I, in hindsight, uh, I'm thrilled I did that. I, I really did uh, learn so much and it just made me fearless with that side of the business. And that has served me well. And I'm very, very grateful I went that path, even though <laughs> it was hard to do because it wasn't really what I was passionate about. Well, that's great, though. And you're absolutely right. Your dad gave you really good advice because understanding the numbers <laughs> is always very important in any business. And, and I talk to a lot of women entrepreneurs, too. And I know one of the lessons I had to learn very on was, you know, how to read a balance sheet, for example. So all of that definitely comes in handy, uh, no matter what your endeavors are going to be down the road. 
So now I have to confess, because I kind of feel like I've been living under a rock, and maybe it's been my little pandemic bubble rock, because while we always cover Broadway at the Three Tomatoes, especially in our New York City uh, newsletter editions, I just have discovered the Broadway Podcast Network, and it is so fabulous. And now I'm binge watching. I mean, I've been binge listening, I should say, because they are so compelling and so incredible. So tell us about the network, how it started and what it's all about. Sure. I, I please don't feel bad about it because we're not that old. We're, we're fairly new. And, um, and so people are just discovering podcasting or people are just discovering us. And it's, it's wonderful. Um, I uh, uh, discovered podcasting um, a few years ago, because I commute, um, well, pre-pandemic, <laughs> I commuted every day, very, very long drive. And, and I found myself on the West Side Highway in New York City, pressing all the buttons, trying to find anything about theater, uh, you know, theater podcasts. I couldn't find anything. And, the, you know, there were a few out there that I heard about, and, but it took a long time to figure out where they were, and there was no there there. And I had met uh, uh, somebody at Google uh, named Alan Seals, who was running Google Talks, and uh, I came in there uh, not for, I, I came in there for the prom, um, but we started to talk and just talked about our love of podcasting and, and where are the theater podcasts? There should be a, a, a there, there, you know, place we all can go to find theater podcasts. And we, I had never met him before, but, but we just decided pretty much then, let's do it. Let's create a destination for theater storytelling. And uh, around 10 months later, the Broadway Podcast Network came into being. Uh, and just um, uh, fairly or a few months before the pandemic, uh, we started with 15 podcasts. Uh, we aggregated uh, some of the top theater podcasts that were around and, and then started to create original programming. And now we have over 100 podcasts. And we've also been capturing plays and musicals and we have a soap opera, uh, but we have amazing podcasters from Sir Tim Rice, who wrote Avita and Joseph and you know, so many other hits to Broadway producers who are, have podcasts to um, Broadway stars um, and yeah, on all different topics. And, and uh, there's something for everyone and then some and uh, really, they're, they're really engaging. And, uh, you know, while you're walking, while you're commuting, while you're driving, while you're just hanging out, it's um, incredible storytelling. And um, we have over 5,000 episodes, so we can keep you busy for quite a long time. It's, it's really extraordinary. I mean, I had no idea what the um, depth and breadth of it was going to be. And you have so many fabulous podcast hosts. I mean, what is more entertaining than the next? And the, um, the, the depth of the topics, I mean, it's just, it's for every, I mean, it's for people who love theater. I, I'm sure people who are in the theater must be really loving it too. And it's just great entertainment. It's really, I have to say, it's one of the more um, engaging podcasts that I've been living. And like you, of course, I listen to podcasts a lot as well, but this is so engaging. And, and especially now, I mean, what a great gift this is to everyone that you've, you've given us during, you know, Broadway being closed. And as you said, you started this before the pandemic, 
but as as you we got into it did you change any of your programming approach and i know for example you started a soap opera which i love <laughs> that it kind of sounds to me like the old golden age of radio you know when yes, the soap operas yes. were there right and i think it's called as the curtain rises so tell us about both of those where did you change things up as we sure. got more in and and i love the idea of the of the soap opera Sure. Well, we we were recording all of our podcasts live. We had a studio. And so it was so nice because, you know, every day it was like a revolving door of Broadway stars and and uh, creative teams and really amazing people that were coming in to the studio to record podcast episodes. Uh, and, you know, Broadway's filled with incredible storytellers. So they were all just it was amazing. It was so much fun. And then the pandemic hit. And very quickly, thanks to Alan and his expertise, his tech expertise, we pivoted very quickly and we started to record all of our podcasts uh, virtually. Uh, so everything happened in terms of the content. We, um, I think because we were on a very steep trajectory pre-pandemic and people were discovering us and podcasting and all of that, I don't know that... Um, you know, it, we wouldn't have continued on the trajectory, but because people had a lot of time for, you know, quite a while, I think we just saw an explosion. We just saw a huge number of, of, of listeners. Um, and we also were overwhelmed with people excited to create podcasts for us. Um, a lot of, a lot of uh, people in the Broadway community who were just, you know, organically such great storytellers. So we were very selective. We didn't say yes to everything because we just wanted to make sure that we had a very diverse uh, portfolio of podcasts on different topics, different hosts, different, you know, everything. Um, uh, so we've carefully curated um, our, our podcast slate. Uh, and then when we started to introduce the recording of plays and musicals and all that, that, that to me was just so exciting, really, really thrilling. And the soap opera, um, part of, uh, we actually had, I had started to think about that uh, pre-pandemic as well, but it was very exciting to commit to it and, and dive in deeply to it um, during the pandemic because in a way it was a way of keeping Broadway alive during the pandemic because the <laughs> As the Curtain Rises is all about uh, these uh, two very, um, uh, legendary Broadway producers who are searching for their next big musical and they stumble upon a work that's being created by a composer lyricist team um, and uh, they think that they're writing Avatar the musical which oh all the bells and whistles go <laughs> off they're so excited about this and so they chase the rights only to discover after they've secured the rights and their name is all over you know the fact that they did that um, to a musical that's about Avatar's that you just that you have when you're playing video games it has nothing to do with the James Cameron movie and so the whole series is about their decision to commit to making this musical and the making of this musical uh, uh, as they just have to save face but they can't it can't be blue it can't you know all these things they can't they don't have the rights so they have to make Avatar the musical without the rights so it's completely star-studded it's so many amazing Broadway actors James Monroe Iglehart Michael Urie Sarah Stiles Alex Brightman um, 
uh, oh my goodness, uh, Leslie Margarita, Bonnie Milligan, um, Ramin Karamalu, on and on and on, Ashley Park, it's um, uh, Andrew Barth Feldman. It's such an incredible group of, uh, Lilius White, my goodness, um, wow. an incredible group of, of actors uh, and tons of surprise cameos. Uh, and we've been having so much fun creating it, but it also has been um, certainly for me personally, just wonderful to keep Broadway alive and the creation of art alive during the pandemic. Oh, what a fabulous story that is. And I can't wait to start listening to this, to this soap opera, but what a wonderful thing that you have done to be able to engage actors who so much need it right now. We all need to hear that and to be able to bring that to life. And I know you've done a lot of other fun things too, like cast reunions, right? On some of your podcasts. And oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. We've, we've brought a lot of cast from, from Broadway shows together. And, uh, you know, it's um, my, one of my favorites was uh, I, I produced Legally Blonde um, on Broadway. And we had 21 members of the Legally Blonde cast and creative team and um, my producing colleagues uh, uh, that we brought together. And a lot of them hadn't been in touch for a long time. And it was just a love fest and it was so much fun. Um, and that was, that was uh, one of the ones that we, we did on the Broadway Podcast Network. It was so much fun. Well, that, that is so great. I really love it. So, I mean, you've done so much producing in all, you know, creative mediums. Is it, um, obviously it must be different producing a, a podcast, um, you know, a soap opera episodic kind of a thing. How did you, how did you go about doing that? I mean, did you have to get in a different mindset than you would <laughs> in some of these other uh, fields that you've worked in? Not really, you know, it's, it, it, each one has their own unique language and different kinds of folks that you, you work with and then um, different things you have to pay attention to. So in the, with the podcast, uh, soap opera, uh, sound uh, is, is such an important character. And so we have a, an amazing sound team, uh, Bart Fassbender, uh, uh, and Marty McGuire, our, our sound team, and they've done such a magnificent job. Uh, and so that is, that is not something that is, you know, as, <laughs> as crucial. Oh, I mean, it's crucial. Sound is such an important thing in a Broadway show, but you know, that uh, in a podcast, cause it's right in your ear and you don't have the visual, you know, you it's, it's all audio then you know, sound is a, a supporting character in a very, very big way. So, but, but producing to me is producing. It doesn't matter the medium, right. you know, and it's, it's um, putting it all together, the creative, the financial, the, the production, um, and, um, you know, just figuring out how you're going to do it, whether it's, you know, capturing audio or shooting a movie or whatever it may be. It's, it's just fun. It's, it's wonderful collaborating with amazingly talented people uh, uh, that are performing or behind the curtain. Uh, I just love it. Well, and you know, it's so, there's so many things interesting about podcasting now and, and how it continues to grow in popularity. And, you know, first of all, the ease of being able to take a podcast with you anywhere, which is so great. As you said, whether you were commuting or you're in the car or you're on, or, or you're on a walk or something, and it's just, for those who didn't grow up with radio, 
which I didn't. I mean, I was a TV generation. I know you were. <laughs> and, and but we always heard about the, you know, the theater of the mind and radio and how people would gather around. And in so many ways, podcast, you know, it's it's sort of a throwback, I think. And 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 episodic podcasts seem to be growing in popularity too. So do you think you'll do more soap operas? Oh yeah. I think I I we definitely will. It's such an um, uh, immersive medium, you know, it's, it's so intimate because it's right in your ears and you really get transported. Uh, and I love that. I really love that. And, and I think everybody has such wonderful imaginations. They can imagine these characters and, uh, and get, become very, very engaged. Uh, and that's what we're seeing. So uh, I love, I love the soap opera medium because anything goes, you know, and, <laughs> Uh, we, we, as, as wild and crazy as Broadway is behind the curtain, we, we, we have it on steroids. <laughs> well, I love it. I, as I said, I can't wait to listen to more of that too. So you're, you're doing other great things too, around this whole effort. And I know you've been really stepping up to help actors and creators, and you've been doing other special fundraising efforts too. So let, tell us a little bit more about that. Well, the theater community obviously has been devastated during this time. And uh, you know, it's it's not it's not just the actors. It's 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 everyone behind the curtain. When you think about you know the costume world uh, or um, you know the designers, uh, you know, the production teams. You know, every it's just we were wiped out. And um, so there are tremendous organizations in our community: Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS, the Actors Fund, and they've just done Herculean efforts to. Um, help raise money to support people who are really struggling during this time. And so, so much of what we do, uh, it's also a, uh, a fundraising effort, you know, so we're reminding people that please, please, if you can, you know, whatever you're able to do, make a donation to help somebody who really is struggling right now. And so um, we've, we've made that uh, an important priority. That was always from day one for us, an important priority. Uh, but oh my goodness, you know, with with the pandemic really devastating our community, it's it's really become such a top priority. Yeah, well, thank you for doing that. And of course, it's been very, um, it's been very heartbreaking, one of many heartbreaks for, for yes. us, but seeing Broadway closed for, uh, for so many months. Um, and, and certainly getting it reopened is is so critical to really New York City getting back on its feet. I mean, Broadway exactly. is the heart and soul of our stuff. So how and when, you're right in the heart, in the midst of all this, how and when do you see Broadway reopening realistically? Well, I think there's, there's a lot of uh, focus on the fall and uh, a lot of uh, early efforts being made to figure out what that means and how to make that happen. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, we're going to have the prom tour going out, uh, at, at some point we're figuring out the exact timing on that, but there's so many things we have to figure out. Um, the most important thing is we have to know that we're, um, going to have a very, very safe, completely safe environment for the audience and for, um, uh, the actors on stage and behind the curtain, um, I was able to, um, you know, spend do a little work um, with the theater community in Korea, 
um, uh, during the pandemic and uh, they, uh, their theater, their live theater continued on throughout the pandemic. Uh, and they never had an audience audience transmission of, of the virus. Uh, so they were able with COVID protocol to create a completely safe experience for the audience. And so there's precedent, um, we know it can be done. So we're closely learning from, from those that have been doing it very well during this time and gonna make sure that when we launch that it is, it is entirely safe. And that's, well, that, that's, that's so thing. encouraging to hear because we all went Broadway back and I can't wait to sit at a theater again and, and uh, watch anything actually. <laughs> I'm not gonna care what it is. It just I'm needs to you. be there. Um, so that's wonderful. Now you mentioned the prom. I did wanna ask you about this because I thought it was so great that how you brought the prom to Netflix this year. And I thought it was so well done. I hadn't actually had a chance to see the show. And I, I loved the, I loved what you did on Netflix with it. So do you see that as a, a trend with shows going to streaming at some point? I think that there, there's a lot of focus on that right now. There are a lot of shows that have been on Broadway that are heading to the streamers. Uh, you know, it's, it's content that, that works, that has been proven. And, uh, it's also uplifting and, you know, often and, and, uh, joyous and there's a lot coming out um i think in the next few years that really focused on on broadway to movie adaptation so i'm thrilled about that um and uh very happy to see it cross mediums with the prom it was uh, very exciting as as successful as as the prom was and um it received unbelievable critical acclaim and all of that you can only get so many people in a theater <laughs> right. every night and you know, for us, the message of tolerance and acceptance um, uh, amidst all the incredible fun of the show uh, and the amazing dancing and, and all that and great, great cast on Broadway. Um, it, it, we wanted this message of, of acceptance and tolerance to be out there in, in, in a much bigger way. So, you know, there, it doesn't get better than <laughs> a Netflix movie starring Meryl Streep. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Kerry Washington, all these people. So, you know, it, it uh, was very satisfying to, to have the story live on in that way with that amazing cast. And, uh, and now, you know, we'll continue to get that show out there uh, on tour and with international productions. And so I'm very, and, and in schools all around the country too, which. And that's so great because it is, it, it's a terrific message that really does yeah. need to be out there and what a great way to do that so yeah. thank you so much for being my guest today and really for everything that you're doing it's really fabulous and I'm so happy to be able to tell our podcast listeners about it and we're certainly going to be talking about it in our newsletters especially our New York City newsletter because I know so many of our subscribers are going to be so excited to uh, to start listening to all the incredible content you have and keeping us all excited about Broadway and everything to come. So everyone, you have to make sure to go to broadwaypodcastnetwork.com so you can take a look at everything that's out there. 
And then just, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts, start downloading them. I promise you, you're going to, you're going to be binge listening and you can do that though, while you're doing something healthy, like taking a walk and it will get you off the couch with, with your Netflix clicker, binge watching some streaming shows. So this is like a healthier way to get both things done. We so, also just launched yeah. an, we launched an, uh, the BPN app and makes it really easy. And you can also load podcasts outside of BPN that you listen to all the time there. It makes it very, very easy. Oh, that's awesome. That's fantastic. I'm doing that as soon as I get off this call. So I'll have them all in one place. Well, thank so, you so much. Yeah. Really talking with you and thank uh, you for what you're doing. Thank you. All right. Terrific. Keep up all the good work. Thank you. Take care.